I'm Corey. Hi, I'm Tess. Welcome to A Lovely Place. We're so glad you've joined us as we invite Jesus into the midst of our lives, learning, and laughter. We hope this podcast can encourage your heart and make you smile today. Hi, Tess. Hello, Corey. Oh, how are you doing? I'm doing okay in my Good. closet. In your closet? <laughs> I know. I'm. We're, I don't know. Like, yeah. Hi, I'm in my room. Guest room, <laughs> yeah. office, recording studio. Yes. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I'm doing okay. It's been a long couple weeks, and it feels like it's taken us a long time to get back to recording. We had, like, a big stretch there where we did a bunch, and then... Yeah. Maybe that was God's way of giving us cushioning that we needed for yes. a few rough weeks. So And some fun in there, too. And some got, fun weeks. We got yes. to see each other in person, face-to-face, yes. so that was super fun. And yes, that was yes, good. It's been good to have these chapters marinating because they're called Change Your Mindset and Change Your Atmosphere. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, this is our featured book, Famous at Home, by Dr. What? Josh and Christy Straub. And um, we have finally made it into the seven decisions to put your family center stage. So the previous chapters <clears throat> were kind of setting the stage for these decisions that you actually have to incorporate into your family to <laughs> make you them get to. center stage. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, it just reminds me that, like, no matter how much I read or learn, it doesn't have an impact until things start changing in what I do and what I say. So, yeah. Um, so this is where the rubber meets the road, I guess, if if we want to call it that. So, yeah. Back to our car <laughs> analogy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Apparently, we drive a little too much. It's always oh. at the forefront of our mind. <laughs> so these I think I've officially read these chapters now like three times, which because I keep like reviewing them before we record. And then we've had some hangups with. Yes. Whatever that it didn't happen. So um, <clears throat> they're really good ones. And so the change your mindset chapter. Reminded me of they were talking about when a plane is flying. um. Oh, yeah. In the skies that in order to change course, they don't like just do like a 90 degree turn like that would end very badly. <laughs> they do what's called vectoring, which is like um, small course corrections. So yes. and, you know, they factor in the wind speed and all these other things to show them how to correct their course slowly to get to where they want to go. <clears throat> and. That reminded me of our first featured book, The Lazy Genius Way, where she talked about small steps, you know, and big stuff doesn't stick usually. It has to be small things that we can maintain that right. um, we can actually accomplish, which, yeah. lead, which leads to change, which also makes me reference that Atomic Havocs book of breaking the goal down so small that it's atomic. It's yes. the whole deal about that. Ooh, that's a good one. That reminds me of, um, I read, oh, what's his name? The book is called Finish It, I think. Um, oh, okay. John Acuff. And um, he talked about that, too. Like, whenever you set a goal, like, cut it in yeah. half or, you yeah. know, cut something like eight. that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sixteenths, so. <laughs> whatever you need. Exactly. 
A goal can be an 816, but cake want a little bit bigger. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Change my mindset. Oh, then we're talking about cake again. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> I can't eat cake, so it's not a, a thing anymore, I guess. Now there's other things. Ice cream, but, you know. Yeah. So the three things that it talks about <laughs> in this chapter are to identify your greatest pain point, define your first goal, and set your first rhythm. So, um, I don't know what stood out to you. Like, if you if you feel comfortable sharing about like just, what what is your greatest pain point? What you know what came to mind with that? Well, it was <laughs> like, how do I um, narrow it down? <laughs> it was what right? I was thinking, like. Um, but like this season has been the health, you know, phys physical body movements. How's that for a sentence? Just the <laughs> um, the limitations that I feel in my body. And then I was really nervous to go on the road trip and to do all these different things that would be out of my <clears throat> normal bed routine all the things that I have here and it was like okay I can do this and it was like oh I did it and I didn't and I wasn't like um because I'm like okay I'll take all my all my things you know yeah <laughs> accessories not, the, not or and yes accessories and but I was just like oh I'm gonna take extra ibuprofen <laughs> if I need to take that but I didn't need to take that like I thought I was going to so that was a nice thing so it's my biggest pain point, but also like um, I'm coming out of it, but I don't know what that means. So it still is in my head heavy and then um, working on my mental health um, is a necessary pain point or yeah. I don't know, like I was. I can't wrap my head around it yet of being in the moment and going forward, but having to deal with what's happened before to be able to be in the moment in a in a in a mindset mm -mm. that's happening or that's helpful and an atmosphere that's in my family that that I'm wanting to cultivate, not something that's like so stressed and yeah opposite yeah. or like going back to like the physical thing like limping around or using a cane right like I don't want to do that I want to be like how do I do this without <laughs> limping yeah does that make sense yeah because we limp mentally and emotionally sometimes too right yeah oh yeah that makes sense I think for me what stood out as <clears throat> my greatest pain point is and I think after reading these chapters, I realized how much I play into this too. But I think the greatest pain point that always comes to my mind is how much like <clears throat> bickering and just like complaining and things go on um, with our kids. But then through reading these chapters, I have also just been remarking, not remarking, but like reflecting on. Um, how much sometimes I can contribute to that without really f like being able to see that I'm contributing to it, but that yeah. just the way that I respond to things sometimes or the way that I talk about things influences that. So um, that's big. Yeah. And 
sometimes it feels like, well, how do I, how do I do this differently? You know? Yeah. Um, ugh. Yeah. Because it's really easy for things to just, especially if you're stressed out or like um, have a lot going on in a day, for things to just like spill out of your mouth without you really like considering like this is what's coming out and this is how it may be received and all the things. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So, yeah, that's, I don't know, been, I I don't know if weighing on me is the right word, but it it feels heavy. It feels like. Yeah. Well, it's like is... you become aware of something. And so then you're like, oh, wait a minute. Is this an old pattern or a new pattern? Or is this like going back to the airplane thing in the, uh, what was the, the word? Wasn't trajectory. It was vector. Vectoring. To change the directory or to track whatever. I can't even, I can't <laughs> yeah. even say either word. But then that goes back. Like you have to know there's a problem before you can change it. Yeah. Right. So that I feel like that's <clears throat> what my whole thing is of, um, well, like kind of being forced into learning about how I'm sitting, standing, moving from my pain, literal pain points on my body and yeah. changing that. And then how that's kind of like coinciding with my, how my brain is thinking about things and processing and, Paying attention to how I'm respond, like you're saying, like it's like, oh, how am I responding to my husband in this moment, or how am I responding to my son? And I've been challenged, and I don't know what chapter it is now because they're all kind of mushed into my head together now. Right. But just the um, like I had the sweetest conversation with Riker, <laughs> um, about the change your atmosphere because it has in the little workbook that you can print off from their website. The decision number two has this whole flow chart of um, like atmosphere of complaining versus an ap atmosphere of gratitude and then like um, indifference to an atmosphere of love. And so they're like in tension with each other of the opposites of the thing. And Riker and I had this lovely conversation of talking about stuff. And he apparently he likes being interviewed because he was like, ask me, ask me another question, mom. So I was like, OK. And so we talked a lot more than I thought we were going to. And we asked Google what the words meant and what does that look like in our family? And and then he was able to share some stuff from kindergarten last year in his life. And but reading through Josh's book and how they were being so kind to their daughter and be entering into the, her moment when she was frustrated and tired and embarrassed. Maybe I'm jumping ahead to the next chapter. But <clears> anyways, <throat> they were sitting, like, asking curious questions. So I guess that's my point of talking about this moment of, like, you're asking the curious questions of, oh, how am I contributing or not contributing positively or negatively to this that really bothers me? Like, yeah. And why does it bother you? You're like, you're like not... Not everybody <laughs> my chair <laughs> my chair just went down. Um sorry. <laughs> You're making a landing. <laughs> I'm so making a landing. Let's try this again. So good job is what I'm trying to say, friend. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Well, and it it reminds me, it goes back to what he was talking about with um self-care and you know that the 
one of the most important things for raising successful kids is parents managing their own stress. And it just reminded me, this whole thing is just reminding me that um, when I am not intentional about setting aside time for myself and I'm not intentional about working my schedule around our life instead of working our life around my schedule, um, then I get overwhelmed and I get, and then it's like, then the words just come out because that's, I don't know if that's my way of like making me feel like I'm in control is, you know, if I just tell everyone what to do and how to fix things and then it'll be great where, but I'm, um, not at fault, but partially responsible for not setting us up for success in the first place because I'm the gatekeeper of our schedule and our family and you know so right right yeah so um it just it humbles me and it reminds me of the verse in James that talks about you know um slow to anger slow to respond, quick to listen, or whatever it is. Uh And sometimes I'm not very quick to listen in a way of, like, wanting to understand. I'm quick to listen Mm -hmm. so I can be quick to respond, you know? Like, I'll hear what you have to say, and now I'm going to give my piece, you know? And it's like, like you're debating or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. That going to the next chapter, talking about how our brains work, you know? Yes, yes. So, yeah. Yeah. So I guess I like that the, um, the change in your atmosphere, one, I think you have to be aware of what the atmosphere is. And that's kind of hard to look at your own self because you're, you're, you're already in it. Like, right. it's, It's hard to be like, okay, Lord, what's going on here? How can I see this for what it is? And. Or to be able to ask, like, I was, like, asking Riker, like, oh, hey, what do you think about? Do we complain more or do we have more gratitude? Because, yeah, you know, there's two adults in this house and one kid. So he hears there's lots of words from us, too. You know, it's not like we're. There's more parents creating the atmosphere than kids. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wait a minute. How does that work? But, um. So it's a little like looking in the mirror situation of, ooh, do I want to see what's going on there? Or would I like to cover it up and not deal with this? Like, yeah, don't want to. Or ah, it's it feels vulnerable. It is. Yeah. To ask the questions mm-hmm. and to make changes and to change your mindset, because it's like, well, how do how do we do it now if we're <laughs> not doing it this way? And the pattern, the pattern is set. Like we could dance, do this dance. Right. But it's like, well, what if we tried this dance? Because that looks like it's more peaceful or more fun or more grateful or patient or gentle. All these things that are um, good things to, to strive for. Yeah. But But then I get stuck in that of, oh, I'm not good enough. And then I beat myself up. So it's like, uh huh. Small, how can it be small change? Going back to the small changes to change the atmosphere and what can we do? Yeah. Well, 
I love how in this chapter he talks about, or they talk about, um, the different shifts. Not a bad word there, but S H I F T S <laughs> that we um that we make in our family to get to the life giving environment that we want. Yeah, and so it's not like a, you know, it's not like a a complete like. T- turn around or flailing or like jumping off a cliff. It's just like we're shifting. So that makes me think we just move like a teeny bit. Yeah. Until we're slowly going in the direction that we want to be. Uh Um, Yeah. Going back to the car, you can't go right to fifth. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Let's drive. Oh, sorry. I think I do that sometimes. Okay, I, and then I probably burn out a little bit. Not in my actual car, but in yeah, my yeah. life, you know, yeah, where it's like yeah. we've got to fix this. Let's do all these things, and then it's like, oh no, yeah, not working. Um, oh goodness, but you know, I like it's hard to ask. Like you were talking about asking Riker or asking, like, it's hard to ask your kids or your spouse to, like, tell you, like, what am I doing wrong? You know, because you don't ever want to hear that. It's not a fun thing to hear. But without, without that feedback from them, it's hard to know what direction you should be going in. You know, like, you can think you're going in the right direction, but they might Uh be like, actually, like, I'm over here, you know, (laughs) like. Yeah. You're not moving anywhere towards me with what you're doing if we don't actually include them in this process of how we're moving, you know? Well, and then I think we were looking, because I told you we were looking up some of the words, and I thought this was interesting. Exhaustion was a noun, apparently. Like, it it is physical, mental, something. Oh, right. But peace was being a verb. So I thought, well, that was interesting. Like, so I'm sure there's more than one way to make it. But I just thought after like the hours, like action, like you were seeking peace. Like, oh, yeah. So I I appreciated that just why we were doing our little vocabulary lesson in this of trying to understand what the words mean. Um, But that just spoke to me like we have to to take action to get peace. Yeah. Like, that's good. Yeah. That's really good. Oh. And then, like, Riker was frustrated by not, or he didn't want to go to bed early. You know, that was one of his big frustrations in his life. So it's just, like, trying to remember where he's at in his life. Like, I'm like, yay, let's go to bed. Like. The, the day is done. We can relax. <laughs> like, like, yeah, right. I see bedtime <laughs> as a good thing. He sees it as as ending my day of fun or whatever. Yes. So this is interesting. Just like asking those questions, and you can see life from another person's perspective. And it's not that one's good or bad or wrong or right. It's just that's how Riker's experiencing life, and how I'm experiencing it. They're different. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Darn. There's so many people involved in the equation, right? <laughs> Woo! <clears throat> That's what makes it messy. Oh, there's yeah. like not just like one right answer. That's difficult. I like I like knowing the right answer. 
Yeah. My counselor has been talking to me about that a lot lately because I think I always move to like doing the right thing or or finding the right solution. And he's like, let's just kind of ignore the concept of like right and wrong or good and bad at this moment and just like talk about what is. And I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) This is hard. We're 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 sitting in the minute or in the minute sitting moment. in the in the moment. Yeah, yeah, but it's hard. Um, so was there one of the shifts that um stood out to you? There was the personal shift, marriage shift, kid shift, and then um supernatural shifts, which included blessing, prayer, and righteousness. Is there anything there that stood out to you? Can I say all of them again? <laughs> um, well, I so a different book I'm reading also is Lika, Lika, Lisa Turker's book, uh-huh. The Best Yes. And she was talking about making decisions. And if you're not in your Bible all the time and doing like your normal, like I'm in, I'm going to church, my rhythm is set, like. I'm doing these things, then you can confidently move like to the next step. But she was like, if you're not doing any of those things and then you're trying to make decisions, then how how are you supposed to have the foundation to make them? So it's hard for me not to think like, well, it starts with Jesus every time. But when I first was saying it, I was thinking of personal shift because that's why I'm reading trying softer or try softer and being in counseling again. Like it's like yeah. I have to deal with my crap before I can help anybody else and yeah uh-huh. so that's where I'm at just put <laughs> it out there like I um and yeah. trying to be patient with myself as I'm making the small changes because it can't be big changes fast it ha- it ha- it's needs to be slower than that and but yeah. tr- but trusting in that process that changing the airplane will get it to this destination yeah yeah like so that's why shift because but it affects all of them right right oh yeah so um how's that for an answer all of them (laughs) and none of them all All of the above (laughs) i think that um for me i i i feel like i'm always kind of the personal shift is at the forefront of my mind because I think a lot of times I take on um, a lot of what's going on as my own thing to, like, fix. it, li- Like, you know, oh, I did something wrong. I need to change what I'm doing kind of a thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's always kind of there in my mind. Um, but the one that I feel like maybe God was calling more attention to right now for me is the marriage shift huh? and, like— um, just remembering that kids who have parents who are close and have a strong relationship and treat each other well and talk to each other well will often then that's how they will see that they should, you know, treat others and things like that. And it helps them to be in a healthier spot and it just helps us to be in a healthier spot. So I think that, um, that is one that God is bringing my attention to. Like, okay. how am I kind of back to schedule? How am I making time with for my husband and like time for us together? 
time for him to have yeah. on his own to do the things he wants to do because oftentimes he won't take that unless I like, I'm like here, you know, yeah. here's a room room for you, you know, kind of thing. Right, right. Um, so I am wanting to be more intentional with that and. We like went through this process of setting up like the first weekend of the month to be our family weekend when we plan together and like, you know, don't add a lot of things to our schedule and spend time together, but then are intentional about kind of mapping out our month. And we have not been very good about doing that. So I want to like actually implement that, you know, instead of just talking about it. So I think that's the thing that I want to work on. Yeah. Um, as we move forward. So. Well, well, let's check in with that again, because I want to do that, too. And trying to figure out what the right recipe is of month. Maybe monthly is better than trying to do it weekly or just the night before. Seems right. a little too late. But, <coughs> yeah, because that maybe. goes back to the feeling like the mom, the gatekeeper of the family in a, a way of the schedule, right? Like what's yes. coming in our pin, what's going out of our pin. If we're all sheep in the gate, yes. that's where or, that Or went. it makes me think of the wall too, where they were talking about not having a wall between us, but building a wall of protection yes. so that yes. we are, you know, that we are safe as a family. Right. In all the holistic parts of our life, you know, and... <laughs> <clears throat> it's hard because it, there's a lot of things that want to come in and intrude. And um, yeah, I'm reading this book by Francine Rivers called And the Shofar Blue, which uh-huh. the shofar is a horn anyway. Um, but it really is just like challenging me and reminding me that it's just those tiny little decisions that we make. Yeah. In the wrong, like in either direction, but specifically in this book, like in the wrong direction that can really just make this divide between us and where we want our lives to be, you Uh know, and it's in all those little decisions. All the little things we say um, make a big difference. So, yeah. It's a good book, but I've been crying a lot. Oh, man. it's, It's one of those books where I'm just like, oh goodness so but that kind of reminds me of our verse for today oh good um which is proverbs eighteen twenty one. the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit and that kind of goes along with the ones we had the one we had talked about in james too but uh-huh. how powerful our tongues our mouths our words are yes to those people around us and um and what we hear and us, what we hear yeah I mean, like we're all they're all out there mm-hmm. so i want to be better about being slow to anger slow to speak and uh-huh. quick to listen yeah <clears throat> yeah yeah, because God, then that, because that makes me think of Psalm 103. The Lord <clears throat> is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. So I just feel like he's like saying, well, that's my attributes I'm giving to you. And I'm merciful as you are learning how to do uh-huh. that. Like, yeah. Thank you, Lord God, for helping us. Yeah. I need, I need help. Yes. Me too. 
Fuck. All right. Well, um, we are making our way through this book. Listeners, I would suggest that you um, read it on your own because it's really if if <clears throat> becoming famous at home is something that you want to do. Yeah. And this book, I think, is a great way to get the, um, not to get the process going or whatever, not to sound like product oriented. But it's a great way to get your heart in the right position to be yeah. finding it, out, God, what do you want for our family? Yeah, it re it's <clears throat> reframed it in a, in a fresh way. Like, I was like, oh, this will be a fine book. But I'm like, oh, this is a really good book. Like, yeah, right. It's kind of surprised me how much I've liked it. Like, yeah, not that I didn't. Or whatever. It's yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's a it's a good book, friends. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Corey, and thank you, listeners, and we will talk to you you. next time. Next time. (laughs) Bye.